0: What's up, pouty people, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Pop Pal- Palace. I'm your host, El Laracela. I want to add in like a applause track or something. I uh, I just I'm feeling like nobody can say, "Oh my God, wow, it's her!" Oh my God, welcome back! Yeah, it's the podcast. So I want to add like somebody saying that in to the very first beginning of every single podcast. Is that too much? I don't know. You tell me. Hi, everybody. I hope everyone's having an awesome day. I am currently recording. It is very cold. We got the world's... Not the world's. What am I saying? We got got this year's very first snowfall. And that's not really saying much because it was not anything crazy, but at least it was a little bit. I don't know where you guys live, but here in Jersey, we got... Some flurries for a few hours. That's actually ended up sticking, and then uh, didn't really, <laughs> didn't really go anywhere after that. It just all melted away and turned into snow. So you know, whatever. I got to take some cute bump pics out in the snow. Of course, you know, people don't like it when women are being cute in the snow. So you're always gonna get dumb comments on things. But whatever. So this is, this is the week of crazy things happening, of weird things happening, of unhinged things happening, of strange behavior, of strange um, people behavior, and just nature in general. Like, th- things are being weird this week. So that's kind of what we're going to talk about. And now that Christmas is over and we're moving in towards the new year, you know, we're already what is it, nine days in to the new year, and people are acting nuts. Um, But that's kind of how it always is. I want to just ask you one first question. Why are people so obsessed with Stanleys? You know exactly what I'm talking about. The Stanley Cup, right? They're big, they're clunky, they're, you know, boring, plain-looking cups that everyone is obsessed with. I mean, it's, it's giving redone. I'm sorry. I never saw the appeal. I don't understand it. I guess you can put a lot of liquid in it and they're supposed to last for a really long time. But that's the whole point of a reusable cup is that it's supposed to be reusable and you can continue to use the same cup because it's good for the environment, right? So... I'm sorry, I don't understand why people are suddenly buying six, seven, eight, nine, ten. have an entire collection of them. Like, you know those Starbucks reusable cups, the the ones with the lids and straws and everything? People were obsessed with those too and people have collections of those too. It's just another, it's just the new fad. I just don't get this one as much as I get the other ones, I guess. But I don't know, recently Starbucks realized that they had to do something to get their sales up because they've lost so much money because of the boycotts, so they decided to partner with Stanley Cups by releasing a limited edition red and pink cup. But unfortunately, this led to people freaking out and buying out the cups in minutes at stores. This even led to more than one Target stampede where women are running and pushing each other down to get their cup, acting like complete fools And some of which go for over $100. I mean, come on. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't understand that. And I'm seeing not just like, not just millennial women or Gen Z women using these cups. I'm starting to see like 10-year-olds using these cups. And like I said, they are not cheap. And a lot of girls ask for these cups for Christmas, which you know what we'll go into it we'll we'll go into that next okay what is with 13 year olds flocking to Sephora wanting drunk elephant and soldacion hairspray i know you know what i'm talking about little girls who should not be putting retinol on their faces are going to sephora and ulta and ruining everyone's day and just hearing about it is ruining my day. Okay, they're super rude. They're unsociable. It's it's because they're we are now seeing iPad kids growing up and out in society. I I don't I don't even like going there anymore anyway because I feel like there's too many choices and if I'm not wearing a full face of makeup I feel judged but. I'm pretty sure that Drunk Elephant isn't even good for young skin, so I don't know why they all need it, and it's not even a good product. I mean, I think that they think they're all going to be the next Alex Earl. But also, what is a skincare smoothie? Okay, that is apparently a trend happening with Gen Zers right now. I'm sorry, not even Gen Zers, the young kids, like the 10 and 12, 13 year olds, right? They're going into these Sephora's and I've been seeing so many videos of not only customers, but employees getting so fed up with the behavior of these children who go in in droves, right? Packs of them go in. After school, their parents chop them off or whatever. They don't know how to use gift cards. They get frustrated with the employees when something's out of stock. They use up and steal all of the testers. I mean, who hasn't stolen a tester once or twice in your your preteen dumb? Like I can't, I can't whatever. I'm not gonna fault them for that as much, but like you shouldn't be stealing. And they are being really, really rude. Like, they will not get out of the way for people. Like, I've just been seeing so many videos of people and their horror stories of these children coming in and ruining ruining their day. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's happening. But it's all due to social media. And it's all due to parents not teaching their kids how to act out in the wild alone. It's got... It has to be. And now, I... I feel like I have a lot of very strong opinions on parenthood and I'm not a parent, but I don't think that you need to be a parent to know what common courtesy is and being like consistent or not consistent. What's the word? To being considerate of other people in public settings or otherwise. And I'm sorry, but if you're just letting your kid go and make a mess out of a store, treat employees like crap go with all their little friends to buy and use products that are clearly not meant for them and then selling them out. It's horrible. And it's happening with the, with the Stanley Cup too, you know? It's not just makeup. But I just saw a video, you know, of this girl this woman, I guess I should say, because she's a, a mother of a 10 year old. And the 10 year old went to school the day after Christmas. And she had a cup that resembled a Stanley cup, but it was off brand. And it had like cheetah print on it or something. And her daughter just said that she liked it the last time that they were shopping at Walmart or something, right? So she goes in with her brand new cup, and she's all excited. And she comes home, and she's upset. And her mom says, what's wrong? She says, well, all the other girls had Stanleys that they got for Christmas. And um, they were making fun of me because my mine isn't a Stanley. Are you kidding me, people? It's a water bottle. When I was 10, I wanted like a Barbie doll. Maybe I don't know. I definitely didn't want makeup and if I wanted if I got makeup it was one of those um like my scene palettes or something like that. And I, I would play makeup online on the computer game. But like social media is literally ruining people and so is consumer culture. But anyways, while the threat to our adulthood seems real, I think we're also forgetting that these children literally do not have power, okay? I mean, they're they're 10, and we have the power, especially the parents. But anyway, since we feel, I mean, I'm going to say we, because I know it's not just me, but since we feel the strong urge to just, like, yell at these children, or at least their parents, you know, because it really is their fault... Here's a list of responses to say to them when they are disrespectful to us in Sephora or otherwise, okay? Number one. Oh, and this is verified also by a teacher that I know who happens to be um, dealing with these children right now. I mean, it's not, obviously, it's not just out in the wild. It's in school too. But anyway, these are the things you can say. Okay, one, what a weird thing to say out loud. Number two, sigh and say, I'm tired. Number three, reverse psychology. Start giving them compliments and watch them get confused. Number four, why would you say that to me? Number five, I would pay money to understand why you're doing this. And number six, you are giving me wrinkles. That's all. And you know what? If you speak their language, maybe it'll help. But these kids just do not care. There's no respect in schools. The teachers are like having these unruly classrooms. They're even quitting because it's just so much for them to take. My sister is going into a... um, She's going to go to a new school district. She just got her a job, her first job being a teacher. And she's telling me how like she's a little bit worried sometimes about how she's going to have make these kids like respect her and behave because they don't have consequences at home. So why are they going to have consequences at school? You know what I mean? Anyway, let's move on. But you know what I was thinking about today is I was thinking about Remember when everyone was freaking out about um, mask mandates in stores? Like literally people were throwing food and various objects at each other um, and at employees because they refused to serve them after that they wouldn't wear a mask. And what's up with the uptick of crazy people on planes, especially crazy people on planes who weren't wearing a mask? Do you remember that? Like so many videos in COVID time came out where people were so upset because they were getting kicked off of planes because they refused to wear a mask and then they made it everybody else's problem. But speaking of planes, I'm getting scared to fly again, guys. Literally on Friday, a chunk of plane ripped off mid-flight on an Alaskan Airlines flight to California. And I'm talking like the side of the plane flew off and people's clothes and phones whipped out of the plane. There was even a kid, there was a a report of a kid who um, his mom had to literally hold him down the entire time um, while they tried to emergency land because... He didn't have a seatbelt, and if she wasn't holding him, he would have gotten sucked out of the plane, and his clothes actually ended up getting ripped off of him. Like, what? And... Luckily, nobody was hurt, but they have a huge lawsuit coming, and apparently the plane was obviously not checked thoroughly enough uh, if an entire piece of it was loose enough to fly off midair. I feel like that's more than enough for everyone on that flight to develop a crippling feel of fear of flying and never take a plane again. I know I wouldn't, and they were talking about how they they turned back around. Luckily, they were only 10 minutes off the ground or something. They turned back around, they landed, and then they were like arranging new flights for all these people and I'm just like, um, yeah, couldn't be me. I would literally never get back on a plane ever again in my life, probably, especially not, like, right after that happened. Um, yeah, no. And then lastly, this week, we got to see the train wreck, which was the Golden Globes. Um, shout out to Lily Gladstone for winning Best Actress in a Drama Motion Picture and representing Native American people everywhere as being the first Native American actress to win a Golden Globe. Fantastic. And she was amazing. Killers of the Flower Moon was so good and I highly recommend watching it. Um, I saw it a couple of weeks ago. Elizabeth Debicki won best female actor in a supro- in an extra- oh god, wow. Wow. Elizabeth Debicki won best female actor in a supporting role on television for her portrayal of Princess Diana in The Crown. And of course, the man of the hour, Jeremy Allen White. Woo. He won Best Actor in Musical or Comedy TV Series for his work in The Bear. And I know we've all seen the Calvin Klein campaign that he just did. And all I have to say is I've loved him since Shameless. Everybody else has been sleeping on him. That's as far as I'm concerned. Okay, so let's move on to the fun part, the drama. Firstly, the host of the Golden Globes. Well, apparently some comedian that no one's ever heard of named Joe Coy. And he managed to ruin his so-called career in a matter of minutes by absolutely bombing his monologue by saying sexist jokes about the Barbie movie and Taylor Swift. Mm. And you know what, guys? I know I really went hard on Taylor Swift last week. I will say her look was one of my favorite looks of the night. I loved her dress. She finally combed her hair. She did her makeup real nice. She really looked stunning in that green dress on at the Golden Globe. She really, really did. Anyway, the jokes that he said were like along the lines of Oppenheimer was a movie based on a book of 172 documents and Barbie was a movie all about a doll with big tits. Seriously? Idiot men making stupid comments like that is the entire purpose of why the Barbie movie was made. A movie about the nuances of girlhood and becoming a woman and how much the world objectifies and diminishes women and he made that joke? Are you kidding? No one found him amusing, which he could tell, and then he started blaming the writers of his monologue on his jokes and weren't that that weren't landing and it was so sad to watch. Not for him, just to see someone's career end in real time. A career which I don't think half the world even knew who he was. They literally even added in a laugh track over the stone cold faces of the actors watching him completely fail. That's how bad it was. Anyway, lastly, some of my favorite looks from the Golden Globes. Natasha Lyonne, she looked amazing in a sculpture-esque Scaparelli gown. Gra- Whoa, I can't talk today, you guys. I'm so sorry. Scaparelli gown. Elizabeth Debicki, she looked like a real life princess in silver sequin Dior gown. Rachel Brosnahan looked like a freaking bombshell in a red Sergio Hudson dress I mean I've never I, I've never been like oh, drop jet like literally so gorgeous I've never had my breath taken from me like that she was by far like maybe my number two look of the whole night Hunter Schafer stunned in Prada looked like a goddess I liked Dua Lipa's dress a lot I thought she looked really beautiful but I don't like her hair that color. It's just I'm not a fan of the red. Billie Eilish, I know she always tries to says to say something with her clothes, so I guess like I don't know. It's gotten a lot of mixed opinions. Basically, she wore a suit that looked like it was she made it herself, like 20 minutes before, and it was huge and didn't fit. And like I don't know, I, I'm not a fan of this look at all. Um, but Julia Schlepper who I don't know who that is. Apparently she's in some like Western show called like 1923 or something. Um, She was by far my favorite look in a white silk dress by Daniel Frankel. My favorite look of the whole thing. And then of course, I have to mention the weird drama that seemingly went on with uh, Selena Gomez and Timothy Chalamet and I guess Kylie Jenner because she supposedly asked him to take a picture together since they are literally friends and worked on a movie together. And Kylie Jenner said no. Yeah, insecure much? It might also have something to do with Kylie being best friends with Hailey Bieber, but I mean, come on, get over yourself. Alrighty, guys, so let's move on to this week's topic, which I'm sure we can all relate to, especially after hearing the intro and having an idea of what we're going to be talking about. This week is unhinged reactions, or maybe I'll title it unhinged behavior I don't know, but basically, like just people acting like fools in public, which happens all the time and happened a lot during the pandemic. So, let's get right into it. I will go into your submissions. And, guys, these are crazy. You guys, wow, I feel bad for the things that you've experienced. And,. Being somebody who used to work in the customer service industry, I mean, I still sort of do. I work in hospitality now, but working in a grocery store, like, I've seen some things. I have seen some things. I've seen people just lose their ever-loving minds, and I can tell that some of you guys Have also had these experiences. All right. Let's get into it. First one. After I caught him cheating, he yelled at me and said it was my fault, then proceeded to open the door and threatened to block me if I walked out. Girl, I ran. Yeah. I feel like this happens a lot, honestly, where if they get caught in the act, they literally have no other choice than to be like, well, you know, it's your fault. You drove me to this. You didn't give me enough attention. You didn't treat me good enough. You couldn't tell that I was cheating on you this whole time. So where does that leave you? You have terrible choice by even dating me, blah, blah, blah. You know, these people are just like losers. Sorry that happened. I was slapped by an eavesdropper for saying something mostly inoffensive. And by the way, guys, I'm putting some Reddit ones in here also. And this is one of them. A night out partying in our gay district ended up with me leaving my friends to go get some 2 a.m. Thai food. There was a group of people seated next to me and I managed to convince one of the women that uh, from that group to join me for dinner, which really just meant moving me towards moving towards me by one foot. I cannot read today. This is bad. I'm sorry. Somewhere in the conversation, she mentioned that she'd been partying at some local club named New News or something like that. So I began joking with her by saying that New News sounded like some sort of kiddie playhouse. One of her friends was drunk and upset. He overheard me and yelled, What? New News is not a playhouse. What the F? And then he slapped me across the face and followed up by yelling, Some people have no respect. (laughs) That's assault. That is assault. Um, Definitely call the police. Jeez. Some people have no respect. Yeah, boy, I'll say. Drunk people are kind of the worst. Um, Yeah, kind of the worst. Like, I've had a wonderful time plenty of times in my life. And I've made stupid decisions when drunk. But I've never turned into someone who would assault anybody else when I'm drunk. I think if you can't control yourself to that level, maybe it's time for you to evaluate how much you drink when you go out, but that's bad. Very bad. All right, next. My ex mother-in-law was ill and needed 24-hour care, so my wife, parentheses, at the time, and I moved in with her to help out. At the time, my job finished at 6 p.m. sharp, so I usually got home by 6.30. One night, I had some errands to run, and I got home at 7.30. My mother-in-law was waiting in the living room. She started yelling at me for being late and asked where I was, but she didn't believe me and started screaming that I was probably late because I stopped by a hotel with a prostitute or mistress, was a no-good cheating man. Oh gosh, I can't actually say everything that he called her, or that she called him. But I was messing around on her daughter, and scum like me had to be taken out and shot. Then she pointed her 38 at me. She then told me how she could easily get away with it by telling the police that she was confused and thought that I was a burglar since I wasn't coming in at the normal time and it was already after dark. At 7.30? Jeez. I'll just tell them I was confused. A confused, scared old lady, she told me. And they'll believe me because I'm old and looked the part. Her son finally diffused the situation by standing in front of me and letting me escape back out the front door. Later that night, he and I snuck into her room, took the gun from under her pillow, the safety was off, and removed the bullets. Good lord. Ex-mother-in-law, that's right. Do not live with your in-laws people. Jeez. That is just I'm so sorry. I, um, I feel very strongly about gun laws in America, and I think that people like this are the reason that we need them. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Moving on. I was at Little Caesar's Pizza one day when, after I ordered, a short gremlin gremlin lady walks in the store and orders her own. Not much more than two minutes after she ordered hers, she starts badgering them. Excuse me, how long is this going to take? Excuse me, I'm really hungry right now. Hello? When will my pizza be done? And one of the workers tells her, Ma'am, you ordered your pizza two minutes ago. It'll be done in about 10 minutes. What? But I need that pizza now. She starts slamming on the counters as the guy started helping other customers. She starts screaming and dramatically at the top of her lungs. Excuse me, but I am a nurse. I am a nurse and I need food right now. The more time I spend here, the more people that will die. Guys. Who wants to take a bet here that this woman is not actually a nurse and that anyone in healthcare would never, oh, that's actually not true. People in healthcare are very unhinged, that's for sure. But this lady, definitely not a nurse. The guy opens the oven briefly to check the pizza and he tells the old lady, old lady, ma'am, your pizza is cooking. It'll be ready in five more minutes. She responds, okay, okay. That means you can give me a slice then? You can give me a slice right now, right? Please? The guy stares at her for a minute with his best poker face and says, Ma'am, that's not how pizzas work. You're going to have to wait until yours is done. My number got called up right after he said that, and the lady stared me down as I went to get my pizza and walked out of that place. Craziest old lady freak out I've ever seen. I will say, that's pretty bad, guys. That's pretty bad. Um, remember when I was talking about how customers are literally the worst? Well, one time during the pandemic, which was like the height of people acting stupid um, and getting caught because now we have cameras literally on our hands 24-7 and can film these horrible reactions to people not getting their pizza after they have ordered it two minutes ago. But when I was, when it was COVID time, I would order a lot of Chipotle because the drive to Chipotle was about 20 minutes and it gave me something to do because I was stuck in the house all day. And I was living with my grandmother at the time, so I was able to just like go it, like order it ahead of time, go and pick it up, leave, right? But sometimes I would get there and there was a long line of people ahead of me waiting to pick up the order that they had placed a while ago, you know, not even just walking in and ordering. I think you could only mobile order at the place I went to. So all these people had put their order in, drove here, and then were waiting for their order to be filled. And Honestly, most people understood because there were only like 3 or 4 people working at that Chipotle. Just like there was all across the country, there was shortages of people who um who were working. And that's because a lot of people when they when COVID happened, they got laid off and they were accepting government assistance. And if you're accepting government assistance, you can't be working at the same time. So a lot of people just weren't working and they were getting money, right? So, and I was one of them. I'm not saying anything negative about that. I I wasn't working because I got quote-unquote laid off for my job and then I was able to get you know the stimulus check and like all that stuff so you had a lot of people come in sitting and waiting for their order patiently understanding that you know it was going to take a little bit of time especially if there's only four people making the food all of it so this guy comes in right he comes in after I had been waiting for about 10 maybe even 15 minutes it was a while But, like, it was COVID, so, like, what else do I have to do? So I'm sitting there waiting for my food. And this guy comes in. He's wearing um, slides and a t-shirt that's too small for him with a panda on it. I'll never forget. And he looks like he's probably in his, like, maybe early 40s, late 30s, something like that. Um, Bald, of course. So he walks up to the place to get the food he looks at all the orders doesn't see his name gets frustrated then he sits and waits for about two or three minutes before he starts getting really upset and he starts talking to the people around us and everyone's wearing masks and everyone's kind of quiet because you're not really supposed to socialize you know six feet six feet away from everybody and um He starts, like, grumbling to people, like, where, like, how long have you been here? How long have you been here? How long have you been here? How long is this going to take? Where's the manager in this place? This is ridiculous. And mind you, this man has been waiting for three minutes. By this point, I've absolutely been there 20. So he goes up to the counter and starts harassing the employees and goes, Guys, where is my food? This is absolutely ridiculous. I've been waiting for 10 minutes. That was a lie. I've been waiting for 10 minutes and I want my food. Like, I need to get home. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Who's running this place? And everybody's kind of just like quiet looking at him be an asshole. And um, they actually, he went up again a second time after being like, I'm sorry, sir. Like, we don't have your food yet. As you can see, we only have four people working. He still kept giving them attitude, kept going up to the, to the register and be like, this is the order that I placed. Please look it up and make it blah, 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 blah. blah. So anyway, eventually they end up making this guy's food before my food and before a bunch of other people's food who was already there just to get him out of the store. So as he turns around to fill up his soft drink, I did this. I, I really did this because I hate people being jerks in public and I'm sorry, but like at this point, I had been waiting for 25 minutes. I'm just annoyed as him, but I'm not taking it out on the poor people that are working there. I'm now focusing my anger on this jerk at the soda fountain. So he's filling up his drink, and he get, he's with his back turned towards me. And I turned to the person next to me, and I said kind of loudly, like, gee, I didn't know if we harassed the employees to make our food, it would come out faster. Yep, I said it. And this man whipped his head around so fast, looked around to see who said that comment, made eye contact with me, and then just kind of like shuffled out the door. And everybody else was like chuckling at what I had said. So he must have felt really embarrassed. And then the girl next to me was like, yeah, I don't know what his problem was. That was so rude. Anyway, long story short, I got my Chipotle about five minutes after that. Everything was right in the world. If I ever see that guy again, I'm sure he's going to be running for the hills because he will he'll remember my eyes. Okay. Anyway, let's move on to the next one. But yeah, like I was saying, like customer service jobs, man. And you know what, I have a story for you about a customer service thing. This is a write in. It says a woman came to our restaurant during COVID and refused to wear a mask. I was talking about this earlier. Side note, it was our policy for people to wear a mask while walking through the restaurant, but they could take it off while they're at their table. Okay, yeah. So I'm sorry, what's the problem here? So when we told her that she couldn't dine at our restaurant without a mask, she started yelling and screaming, saying that we were discriminating against her no mask religion and threatened to sue the restaurant. Oh, my God. One of those people. One great line she said during the whole thing that I'll never forget was, would you be telling me I couldn't eat here if I was blind? To which my manager responded, if you were blind and refusing to wear a mask, then yes. Oh, win. That is a Win. This woman was absolutely ridiculous, and also, at the start of this whole thing, we offered to give her a disposable mask that we had for people who didn't have one, but she obviously refused it, you know, because of her religion. Some people, man. Yeah, that was a thing. That was an actual thing, believe it or not. Like, everyone was like, oh no, my religion prohibits me from wearing a mask because it it shows that I'm giving up my right to my bodily autonomy from the government or something like that. I don't know. You know how those crazy people get. I've... (sighs) Unbelievable. I remember, like, just feeling so mad during that time. Like, why are you putting... Literally, I don't even know, a, a millimeter of cloth on your face for... 25 minutes 30 minutes however long you're completing a task out in public why are you putting that over the health and wellness of people everywhere we lost so many people to covid and like i even had a conversation with somebody about this today because his he's 70 something and his granddaughter just got covid um and she's seven months old just now got covid and um he, I said, like, do you know how many people we lost from COVID because people wouldn't get vaccinated? And he goes, Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you gotta weed them out. I'm sorry, what? Uh, the 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 things that I feel like I probably repressed from my memory during that time. You know, that was such a like depressing time. I feel like looking back on history. We're going to just black it out. That year, 2019, 2021, even 22, they're not real. Like, we were not existing during that time. It was just a, a weird part of the simulation, okay? But anyway, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I am sure I have stories other than the Chipotle one that I witnessed. Um, people acting ridiculous in public. Okay, moving on. When I was in high school, I had a teacher that I despised. She and I had a conflict from day one. One of my friends had never received anything below an A in his life and was shocked when he got a C- minus on his first essay. He asked her about it outside of class before the class got started, and I guess he ended up getting frustrated and crying. She came back in the room announcing, wow, what a crybaby to the whole class. Oh my god. I stood up for my friend saying that it was out of line and that she should apologize. She apparently got in trouble from our principal for that. Anywho, a few weeks later, a girl started up her laptop that was hooked up to a projector and it made a fairy noise. You know, think of that Disney noise when it tells you to turn the page on those read-along books. I said out loud, did anyone else hear the fairy noise? She flips the F out. Instantly yells at me about how I'm a bigot, how it's the 21st century, and how I should be more understanding stuff about MLK, etc., (laughs) etc. I don't know how he... falls into this. Um, she drags me by the arm down to the office and tells the principal that I should be suspended for making homophobic comments. I explain my side of the story. Classmates were called down to corroborate my side of the story. And I give her a big FU shit eating grin as I walk back into her class and tell the principal <laughs> and tell her that the principal wanted to talk with her about treating students fairly. I'm fairly certain I got a B in that class because it was the most neutral grade she could give me without it looking bad on her part. Wow. That person should obviously not be a teacher. If you can't handle yourself around children, first of all, if a kid is is crying in your class, the first thing you do is say, oh, I want a baby. What is wrong with you? I bet it was an older teacher too. Oh my gosh. You know, did you guys hear about that one teacher? I think it was in Idaho, right? Like he put up an Israeli flag in his room, because he um, is he's he's Jewish, and I think he might be Israeli. So one of his students, it was a middle school. One of his like 12 year old students comes in and she feels she's Muslim. And she said, Look, I don't think that has a place in this classroom. Um, I find it a little offensive. And I feel like that's your personal um, feelings on a certain subject. So could you please take the flag down? And to be honest, guys, whether or not you agree, disagree, are pro-Palestine, whatever, I don't believe that a a teacher should be putting personal political statements in rooms. I just don't. So anyway, she just said politely, like, please take it down. Apparently, the teacher then went out into the hallway. I guess she was out in the hallway. He went out and started screaming at her that he was going to kill her and cut off her neck and that she was, you know, she used, he used a lot of really racist wording and this guy's probably like 50s and tall and scary and he's yelling at this kid in the hallway. So another teacher ended up hearing this happen and the school still hasn't fired him. How is that Okay. Like these teachers are responsible for how comfortable a child is in their education setting where they're going to be spending all of their time as young adults and you're threatening one of them and you're allowed to be there still? Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Moving on. When my husband and I were first engaged, we had to live with my parents a spell before we got on our feet to afford home secure sorry, to avoid security on an apartment in my hometown. Again, living with your in-laws. never a good idea. I should also mention that we had lived together senior year in college and my dad didn't much care for that. Well, on our first night in my parents' house, I was helping my husband pull out the folding couch where he was going to sleep before I went upstairs to my old childhood bed because we knew we weren't allowed to sleep together. We were being respectful. Well, my husband, fiance at that point, was tired and cranky and gestured for me to move that thing out of the way. He meant the TV cabinet. To this day, I don't know how he misconstrued that statement, but upon hearing that, my dad came storming into the room, yelling about how we were not going to sleep together. How dare we even think that? His daughter, his roof, and all that blah, blah, macho bullshit. And my poor, tired husband only seemed to be digging himself deeper. And when he tried to protest that, of course, he knew that that <laughs> that wasn't what he said. The whole scene led to a three hour discussion and lecture about the rules of the house and the conditions of living there. And all my husband wanted to do was sleep. But no. Oh, my God. It's been 12 years and I'm still angry about how badly my dad misinterpreted what happened. And I still have no idea how it happened to begin with. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know if any of you guys had a similar, um, experience growing up, but I was not allowed to keep, um, to have my boyfriend sleep over at my house. It was a big no-no, and I wasn't allowed to sleep over at my boyfriend's houses either. Granted, I had two boyfriends in high school. I had one in, um what was it, junior year, for about a month, and then he broke up with me right before prom. Yeah, that was a great story. Um, Let me know if you want to hear that. (laughs) And then I had a boyfriend who was my first, like, serious, I guess, boyfriend while I was in the beginning to the end of my senior year of high school. And um, one time that boyfriend, the one when I was 17, he accidentally fell asleep in my house like we were downstairs watching a movie on the couch and he fell asleep and um, he my dad didn't do anything about it but I think he was just too uncomfortable but he had like a conversation with me the next day or my mom did and my mom was like Elena we've had a conversation about this before you cannot sleep have your boyfriend sleep over here and blah 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 I was like why don't you guys just wake me up it was just an accident And it's not like we were in a bed or something like that either and then one time I went over to his house. We went on a date to go and see a movie. And then we ended up going back to his house because of course we wanted to spend more more time together. And I think this was the summer right before he was Yeah, this was the summer before he was going to college for the first time or I'm sorry, to start his sophomore year. So we wanted to spend as much time as we could with each other. So I I go back over to his house. We're watching another movie. I end up falling asleep. And I didn't realize it. And I woke up the next morning at like 5am maybe. And I was like, Oh, no, I am in big trouble. So I like woke him up. I was like, we got to go. We got to go right now. He like freaks out. He's like, Oh my god, your dad's gonna kill me. Um, He We get in the car, he drives me back to my house. I thought I was so slick. I tried to sneak into my bed and fall back asleep. And my mom um, came into my bedroom and I guess obviously she knew that I hadn't stayed the night. And she gave it to me. I mean, she was like, we were just about to call the police, which I'm sure wasn't actually true. Like all this stuff. And I was like, I'm so sorry. It was just an accident. I really didn't mean it. And to this day, they think that we like went to Philly or something crazy that night. Like that we, we, it wasn't just an accident that I fell asleep in his house. It was literally, they thought that we had gone and like robbed a bank. I don't even know. So Yeah, that was not fun. But here's the thing, guys. Like, I kind of respect it. I don't think that I'd feel comfortable with my son's girlfriend staying the night over here. Um, Especially if her parents weren't comfortable with him being over there. I just feel like if you're in high school or something, you should be sleeping over at each other's houses. And I know that if if 18-year-old me had heard me say those words come out of my mouth, I'd probably be very shooketh. But I don't know. We'll have to see. Okay. This is probably the last one. I was walking into a store. Okay. It was Walmart. And I noticed that someone had parked their car and left the gas cap hanging. So being a good guy, I walked over to the car and went to go put it back for the person. The woman who owned the car came out of Walmart and saw me putting the cap on, instead of asking what I was doing, she went absolutely crazy, yelling that I was messing up her car. Screaming for the police, causing a scene, I could not tell her that I was just trying to help because she would not stop screaming. There was a huge crowd, and her son or someone related to her grabbed me and put me against the car like he was going to kick my ass. I tried to get away, but he kept telling... She kept yelling until the police came. They had me handcuffed in the back seat of the car before I could explain that I was just trying to help. Luckily, the cameras showing the parking lot showed that my side of the story was true, though she never apologized. Wow. Yeah, honestly, um... With that kind of stuff, like, I feel like I'm a pretty good person. I feel like I'm a pretty good Samaritan. Like, I will go out of my way to help people if I see that someone's, you know, I don't want to say in danger or in peril or whatever. But if there's somebody who's having an issue with something, like, I will absolutely offer to help. But when it comes to, like, touching other people's people's property, you should just steer clear. Unless it's, like, a really big deal. Maybe you could have just, like waited for her to come back out and then been like, hey, by the way, your gas cap is open or left a note on the car or something like I know it doesn't seem I don't know. I'm just trying to come up with other ways that some crazy person wouldn't think you're tampering with their car because women have to be really careful about things like that. You know, a lot of times men, of course, men, kidnappers will put stuff on our cars uh, or on our door handles, like zip ties and things like that, or even, dollar bills in our door handles to distract us and then pull up next to us and kidnap us. So, like, I don't know how old this woman was, but we are, like, trained as women to not be cool with someone touching our car. And we are just, like, always on high alert, especially in parking lots. So, of course, I mean, to be fair, if you see someone freaking... um If you see someone touching your car, you're going to freak out. You're going to freak out. And I know I would because they tell you they, I don't know who they is, but like you're supposed to overreact. You're supposed to freak out. You're supposed to make a scene, draw attention so that if anybody tries any funny business, like you have witnesses all around, you can have somebody that can help you out, you know, potentially if you're getting kidnapped. So I kind of understand this one a little bit more because you shouldn't be touching somebody's property Uh, How were you supposed to know it was a woman? You really weren't. Like, you were just being a good Samaritan. And I fear that this is going to make you not want to do nice things for people in the future. But it is kind of an understandable situation, given that you were touching a woman's car. She comes out and sees you putting, you know, doing God knows what to her car. She doesn't know. But, um, yeah. She could have let you explain it. But at the same time, maybe you really were a homicidal maniac. And if she had stopped to let you explain, you would have chopped her up. I don't I don't know. Anyway, guys, that's all the, the time that we have for today. I feel like I packed a lot into this episode. I feel like I I'm really starting to get the swing of this and I'm really enjoying it. And I think I know what kind of content you guys are starting to like and respond to. And it's all stuff that I like, especially the drama. Um, Thank you so much for all the birthday wishes that I got from everyone this past week. I had a fantastic birthday. Uh, The whole week was just so cool. I went to Longwood Gardens and Medieval Times and um, I went to, what's that place called? The one with all the fondue. Um, Uh, melting pot totally recommend going there but the prices have gone up quite a lot so make your boyfriends take you there for valentine's day guys all right so anyway thank you so much for listening again and i always love hanging out with you um next week we'll dive into even more crazy stuff because i'm sure january seems like it's going to be jam-packed of very unhinged reactions so Yeah, we'll see what happens this coming week. Pray for me. I pray for all of you. Moving on. Don't stop complaining, my friends. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.